0: Well, hello, everyone. Hopefully, there's still some listeners. Uh, this is Janet. Uh, there's been some technical difficulties with the Blog Talk website, and I was unable to get on from two different computers, and it finally occurred to me that I can call in, and then the call-in number they had on the screen, because I'm in another state, was the wrong one, so I had to then <laughs> figure out, get the right one um, for this for the show. Anyway, so a welcome. Welcome. Um, I have a great show for you today. I've really been struggling for the last half hour to get this to work, and I just think it'll be really worth it, hopefully, for you all. Uh, I am here in Houston. I am not
1: in my L.A.
0: home at this point. I am visiting my daughter, and I'm going to be here for a couple, three weeks. And I think I've mentioned to you that I will be doing the show. I did not do it last week, as it turned out. I could not get a pre-taped show done. I was on the plane flying here and I was just, you know, unable to get here. So, but I'm here now and I do have my show for the rest of the year planned out. And I have to say that, you know, I rarely look at numbers, you know, who's listening and how many people download and all of that. I rarely ever look at that. But just recently, I did look. Uh, my son, who is now working for me, he just happened to be looking at it for when he was setting up the show for today. And he said, "Mommy won't believe it, but you're getting, you know, huge numbers on the downloads for the last few shows. So I'm thinking that the, in his own words, theme that I'm doing now with Marius and Paul or Sadakis uh, Marius, who has played the role of Jesus on the planet and Sadat because it played the role of Paul. And today I'm going to be doing some some six dimensionals, uh, at least one, and next week another one. But I'm thinking maybe I could do more of these shows. I'm rethinking all of the things I was going to do next year, and I'm not sure how the radio show is going to pan out, whether I'm going to do the hour of the healings only or whether I'm going to do more of these you know, in his own words kind of thing because I have plenty more material. I mean, it have got so much more material. So I really think, um, you know, I think it's a possibility and I haven't made up my mind at all. It's, it's, you know, how life is. It's crazy busy. So, but in any case, the show will continue in one format or another and I may vary it. I may go back and forth. Who knows? But right now, I want to say hello again and wish you happy holidays. It is a crazy time of year, and I'm thinking many of you will download the show and listen to it in your own time because you're too busy running around or finishing up things at work before you take time off or whatever and as you know, it makes no difference whether you listen live or you download so but I'm going to keep doing this, and I'm just know that my heart is there with you because it is a busy time. It can be stressful. There can be, you know, pain and hurt. There can be a lot of difficulties around the holidays, as we all know. And so just know that my heart is with you and wishing you all the best and more joy than stress. <laughs> and um, anyway, we're going to worked for a great 2017, okay? Now, last week we had, I, I did, in his own words, Paul, and it was a very interesting session. If you haven't heard it, I suggest that you listen to it. Paul was one, the Apostle Paul, and he and Joan knew each other, Joan Culpepper. He and Joan Culpepper knew each other back in
1: in the days
0: 2,000 years ago. And it's more of a dialogue between the two of them. I mean, Paul gives the group information, but he also talks about how things with he and Joan played out. And it's just a very interesting show, and he explains more of the misunderstandings that happened back then and the why's similar to what Marius was saying, or Jesus was saying, but, you know, had his, his own uh, point of view and his own piece of the pie, so to speak. So it was really, really a, a great session. And I did get some feedback from Robin, who's so terrific. I have often called her <laughs> my honorary co-host because she's been part of the show off and on quite a bit over the years and I'm so appreciative to all that she does for me um, but in any case she she writes this was just before my last last week's show on the 7th and December 7th which, which I did not do so that was a dark day and she says I'm not sure if you're doing a radio show tomorrow it's certainly understandable if you're not uh, but and the idea of the one-hour radio show the next year that focuses on healing so that you can free up more time to work on your expanding practice and body of work is a good idea. It'll give her a chance, give me a chance, she says, to go back and listen to all the amazing fifth-dimensional information you present this year and also to get some healings. She said, I was really moved by your radio show last week, the words of Paul and Joan. Joan's expanded amalgamation put me in some kind of altered state that feels great. Now, for those of you who may be new listeners, I always do an amalgamation of my healings, but i 've been reading Jones because I have those transcribed as well, and i 've been reading Jones since i 'm doing in his own words i 'm introducing it with what Joan did, and her amalgamations are very different than mine, and fabulous. I know they 're fabulous because i and had the benefit of them for many many years when I was working uh, with, when I was part of her group. And so I am reading, and I, I, I'm not Joan. I don't say it the way she does, and she, but she really opens some fantastic windows and brings in concepts and ideas that I don't necessarily cover. So I do enjoy. Certainly Robin got a lot out of it, which I'm so happy. Anyway, she said she's worked with it a little, especially when I wake up feeling fear, as I often do, or the effects of being sick, and immediately neutralizes that heaviness. But now that my cold is almost healed, I'm going to listen to the whole show again and work with it. I love getting the simple definition of the higher selves as more evolved aspects of ourselves as I've had some confusion as to what our higher selves really are. This is me. I'm just cutting in here for a minute. The higher self gave me a new symbol just a couple of days ago. I was working a healing on someone. I got a new symbol that I'm going to put into this healing, and I think it's going to help you understand better that the higher selves are within we see them as without and you're going to hear a little bit today about the external focus that we all have but the new symbol i'm going to be using is really powerful one and i'm going to be introducing that in the healing we'll get to more of that later anyway she goes on to say and i love putting myself at the very center of a brilliant orb of pure soul essence energy that just keeps expanding out and connecting more with all there is i remember the healing was also great it seemed to cover everything important from understanding how the fifth dimensionals we come in with our fourth dimensional garbage that we need to work on while we are doing the service we are here to do to releasing fear and polarities and habit patterns that cloud our understanding of the expanded perspective of what's really happening on our planet at this time and how evolution really works well she isn't kidding there's a lot lot of that in that show last week it it is it is she isn't kidding but and she gets it i mean robin always seems to get it and you know, sometimes it takes longer to get it than other times. But right now, when she wrote me this, I could see she was really keying in on it, and I hope that many of you are as well. Anyway, the idea of just being that just being is enough reminds me that every encounter in life is significant and has an impact. And so, I want to thank Robin so much for her feedback. She really, she, it, it. It means a lot to me when I see that somebody understands the message and it also is a window knowing that others are understanding the message and that we are all moving forward is just <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> so anyway, um, this week's topic is in its own words dias, a sixth dimensional. Now dias well I'll just start this again I am going to be reading the transcription that Joan did, and it was done on in February of 1987. So that's what 30 years ago, 30 almost 30 years ago. So it's a long time ago, but honestly, it is relevant then as it is today, and I think you're going to find it very interesting. Now, um, when I I did talk to a couple of people, not Robin, but a couple of other people about this, the way that I've been reading. And one person had a hard time with me just reading the uh, material and preferred that I digest it and give it out in my own words, which is what I've been doing forever. I haven't been reading the material straight from the transcription to you guys before. So before this last few times, so it's a new process. She preferred the old process where I read it and digest it and then give it to you in my own words. She found the the language a little bit hard to follow from time to time and all of that. And there's going to be a bunch of you out there that are in that camp, and I totally get it. I talked to the other person who was a hundred percent the opposite. She really loved to hearing the direct words. It's not that she doesn't like when I digest it and spit it out my own words, but she loved it. So what I've done, because I don't I just was lucky to get those two feedbacks, is I've kind of combined it today. So I'm gonna be reading some a paragraph or two that's straight transcription from Joan Reflecting Diaz. And then I'm going to cut in and I'm just going to say, you know, this is Janet, and I'm going to give you a little interpretation or added understanding and help you digest what you just heard a little bit, picking out maybe the more important point or however it works. Then I will say, okay, Dias, and I will go back to his words, which will be the direct transcription. Okay, so that's going to, ha- that's, so I'm sort of finding a middle ground here, and hopefully that will work as well. Uh, and try to, you know, find that balance, not to be one extreme or the other, but to find the balance in the center, take the best of both worlds, so to speak. And so I hope you all um, will, will appreciate it. Anyway, so I am going to begin. I hope everyone's in a relatively comfortable position, able to concentrate a little bit, and I'm going to begin. And, again, the amalgamation is going to be Joan's words I would like you to quiet your minds, to become very relaxed, take a deep breath, and call forth that pure soul essence that is within you, asking it to come forth however you see it, as a light, as a flame, as pure energy. Ask it to come forth into and around your physical, etheric, astral, mental, and spiritual body, mind, and soul, purifying, healing, providing the energy you would need tonight, tomorrow, and tomorrow's. I ask you to protect the source of all energy, to project to the source of all energy, and there to ask the totality of your higher selves to come forth and join you in one form, providing you the love, healing, the wisdom, the knowledge, the peace you need, and as an instrument here that you can give out to all those you come in contact with. I ask you to focus on your point of power of your true soul essence, projecting pure energy to your shield at the end of your aura, protecting you from negativity of any source. That negativity that comes to you is automatically neutralized and adds energy to the shield. Take a deep breath and let the energy go out. This is Janet. I'm going to repeat that. I ask you to focus on your point of power, that of your true soul essence, projecting that pure energy to the shield at the end of your aura to protect you from negativity of any source. That negativity that comes to you is automatically neutralized and adds to the energy of the shield. Take a deep breath and let the energy go out. In the center of the room is a healing circle that's manned seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Let those that you know consciously and unconsciously, the names, situations, conditions, go forth into the circle where the healing is now or whenever the individual chooses. I call forth the higher selves from every realm to come forth and join us in this healing work. If you choose to name names, do so now. I ask you to see the energy, feel the energy, the love, the healing circle. Now I ask the pure soul essence of the Earth to join with us as we send this energy up, out into those energy fields that surround the Earth. There are the, these are the fields that hold the thoughts that are preventing light from coming in and reaching the Earth in its proper love divine efforts. See those in those fields. Take the light and remove those thoughts and darkness while simultaneously energizing these fields with divine love, the true love that we should be functioning with. See the energy going out to those areas of the earth that need this pure light, this pure energy. This love and peace continue to send from this from your purest, most perfect point of power. Feel it going up, out to all kingdoms of the fourth dimension who are in need of this energy. Now, step forward into the circle of healing yourselves and ask that which you want here and now most of all. Open your hearts and minds to that which is freely given and freely accepted. There is one who comes to us tonight who reveals us the name of Deus, D-E-E-U-S. Deus comes neither as male nor female, but in androgynous form, and reveals that in our terminology, we would refer to this being as an it. This is Joan. She says, ah, a sense of humor. Okay, that's good. We'd like to know this. Janet, this is me. Just to let you know, the graduation process from the human kingdom to the fifth dimensional realm, the interplanetary kingdom, requires, and I haven't talked about this yet on my show. It's going to be at some point. It requires the transformation of the physical body. So not only does the soul male nature and female nature become one or androgynous, so too does the physical body. So every soul, once it enters the fifth dimension, every soul and body, once it enters the fifth dimension, is physically androgynous, physically uh, androgynous as well. So even though this... Sixth dimensional is presenting itself as an it. This is also true of all fifth dimensionals. Yeah, We are not androgynous because we carry the facade human soul and part of the rules and regulations of the human kingdom is that we have to play out of both sexes. So when we volunteer to return, we have to we also have to obey the rules and regulations of the free will kingdom, but at the fifth dimensional level, we are androgynous, and Dias, as a sixth dimensional, of course, continues to be androgynous, so he is telling us to call it, it an it. Dias. Dias comes to assist us in dispelling some of the misunderstandings as they pertain to gods and guardians and things of this sort. And would remind us that from the moment in internal timelessness, when the originating source of all energy first gave birth to all aspects of what went into it, each aspect gave birth to more aspects, which gave birth to more aspects, which gave birth to more aspects, many of which have been viewed as gods or guardians. Dia speaks as a six-dimensional, and at one level, at least in this level that we're involved in, could be viewed in our terminology as a guardian. But it desires us to understand that in using terminology like guards and guardians is to take away from our own self-realization that we are guards and, go- gods and guardians within our own right. However, as many of you know, the higher levels of evolutionary vibration do play out the role of what could be viewed at, as God to the evolutionary vibrations beneath it. And it is only in this respect that Dias and the other six dimensionals like Dias play the role of assisting the fifth dimensionals in their fifth dimensional realm, as well as fifth dimensionals incarnate in human form by bringing energy and higher levels of vibration into our awareness. Janet. What Dias is saying here, guys, is that as a sixth dimensional, being part of the divine kingdom, he is working in a service commitment pattern. Just as I've said, the fifth dimensionals, when humanities move into the fifth dimensional, we take on the service commitment to the four lower, and, and part of that service, the big part of the service is the commitment to the facilitating and helping and assisting the four lower kingdoms in the evolutionary process. Well, as a sixth dimensional, Diaz does the same as for the fifth dimensionals, whether they he's working with fifth dimensionals that are simply in the fifth dimension and not do not have an aspect that's returned to the fourth dimension, taking the facade, or whether it's those of us who are fifth dimensionals carrying the facade soul pattern. In any case, he's he's come forth at this point, to speak to those of us in Jones' group who were fifth dimensionals in carrying the dual soul nature. Okay, Dias. Dias desires... When I say Dias, it means that we're going back to Joan's words. Okay. Dias desires us to know and understand that in this reality, the sixth dimension that they project from, they assist in many different ways, For example, they play out the role of assisting certain sections of the human kingdom universe. And in many instances, when those in the fourth dimensional realm, whether they be human facade or true carrying true human form, have caught glimpses of these higher vibratory frequencies and have at times, for example, literally read these out as a god of a solar system when in reality they are six-dimensionals who are bringing in the energies from the originating source down in a de-intensified manner so that we in this reality can handle those energies and can pick them up in a frequency that is compatible with the frequency we happen to be in at any given point in time. Janet. Okay, I cut a lot of material out here for you all. Because Diaz discusses how these energies have not only been interpreted as gods, but also as UFOs. And he he doesn't give a long explanation about this phenomenon, but he does talk about it. And I cut it out, not because I'm trying to hide the information. If I were trying to hide it, I wouldn't mention it to you all. Um, But I didn't want this session or this material to become a discussion of UFOs. You know, no matter what the, anybody's viewpoint is on UFOs, I didn't want that to become the discussion because it is a huge topic. It is out there everywhere. It's a big part of this uh, the new age um, modality, and, and it's, as you know, so I was worried that if I get on or introduce that topic, that I'd be pulled off what I considered really to be the much more significant messages of the higher selves. I will in time move to that topic. Right now is not the time, but I did want you to know that I cut that that Diaz did give a lot of information on that. Not a lot, actually. It was a couple of paragraphs worth if you looked at the printout. Anyway, going back to Diaz. You are aware that in the conceptual area that deals with a new age, the chaos is already in place, moving steadily, growing more intensely. It is the process where the lesser lights come together and do battle with the lesser lights, while those who are vibrating in the higher frequencies stand back and permit this commingling to take place so that the testing and tempting and the individuals involved in such testing and tempting can make it or break it on their own without interference from those who come from higher frequencies. Remember that it is in the fourth dimensional realm that the testing and tempting allows individuals to grow and expand and allow in knowledge in its higher and more pure form. It is also only the viewpoint within the fourth dimensional realm that one might see an individual as, quote, failing to pass the test, unquote. If the soul is not yet ready to move into growth and expansion, that soul will lay aside the body, and there will be many different ways in which the soul leaves the planet. There will be no light in the sky where the space brothers come in and take charge. There will be no beings of light that appear with angels' wings to spread the message and shield and protect certain souls, for in reality, there is no need to shield and protect. To indicate that shielding and protection is needed and necessary is to imply that the new age is going to be one to bring, to flame the disaster and madness and some sort of takeover. Janet. Okay, this is me. This is a similar message that we heard from Marius, that the conflict within the higher heart consciousness and the lower heart consciousness it, it or between the higher heart consciousness and the lower heart consciousness is within each individual and these conflicts are mirrored in our outer reality but the planet itself is not going to be destroyed and i i didn't have this in my notes but i i should really add that um even though dias doesn't go into this topic too much what he's saying is that the There is To think that certain souls need protection and shielding has that assumption, that implication, sometimes it's not even at the conscious level, that they need protection. And this is a really important arena to really think about, guys, because they're going to be souls in a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress going on because of this increase of the evolutionary frequency Every bit is, every, every one of us, including the planet, is going through the soul-mind detox and the awakening, and all the issues that we need to learn or uh, grow or understand or heal or whatever are coming to the forefront. So there is a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering. We have to understand that, sure, we, have, we can help, but each soul is really it's needed and necessary for each of us to take care of ourselves and that we're going to be okay. We No soul is ever lost. Okay, so it's important. So think about that. Anyway, Diaz. The new age is happening now. The chaos that you see around you and are living within your own right and within your own lives is continuing and will continue until such time as the planet has cleansed itself. The souls that are being cleansed and yet, and removed are not unworthy but simply these souls are unable to keep up with the evolutionary rate of speed that the planet is currently processing on and will continue to activate and intensify in the future as you know these souls will take as much of this energy as possible and then they simply will lay aside the body in the manner that they have chosen prior to coming in and will simply incarnate in another area, on another planet, more in keeping with the evolutionary speed that they're moving on at any point in time. For it's important to understand that just as I, DS, work and assist in areas that deal with certain sections of the human kingdom universe, there are other 6 dimensional and fifth-dimensionals who did not take on human facade forms, who do similar work and assist in, in specific planetary systems and specific planets. Sometimes within these planetary systems, due to an unawakened state and because the humanities have been geared to look outward, to worship, to adore, to idolize, when these energies are sensed by those in the fourth dimension, these energies are interpreted as being from some great source that is in charge of the system and all souls within the system. As the chaos on the planet increases, you will more and more often see individuals reaching and searching for some external source to take care of them. This means, of course, that there will be much more energy focused at the orthodox level, and there will be many at all levels who will be proud and happy to stand there and be the shepherd to lead the sheep even further into a state of darkness. Okay, this is Janet. Please keep in mind that the souls who may choose to be the shepherd leading the souls to answer that are, that are leading the sheep, quote, unquote, deeper into a state of darkness, most often do so with good intentions. They, too, have misinterpreted or misunderstood the higher messages. We've had both Marius and Paul discuss how they, or I should say Jesus and Paul, or Marius and Sadakis, as they misunderstood and misinterpreted the messages. Okay. So, and so even though they could perhaps be called forced prophets, they are actually important. They play a role. Why? Because they give individuals the chance to make choices, to find their way through all the possible messages. They, without knowing, are being testers and tempters, and they're playing an important role. It's absolutely an essential role. So it is not for any of us, to label anyone as carrying a bad message or to judge anyone as being a uh, false prophet or a tester and tempter, but simply to just stand in our own truths and process our truth, whatever it may be, like everyone else. The human- humanities will find their way, whether or not it's on this planet or on another. We're involved in a very long-term process one that has no failure, okay, no failure and no end. Okay, I'm going to say that again. We're involved in a very long process, guys, and it's one that has no failure and no end. This doesn't mean we don't help. We do. We help facilitate and accelerate, but none of us can do it for anybody else. Each and every, one of, every single soul has to find their own way. We're on our own journey. We're our own directing identity. We are living in the free will kingdom and that's the way it works. Okay. Dias. It's important to understand that there are levels of awareness that none have yet touched on, uh, have not yet touched on this planet in this reality. And I remind you that none of you should view yourself or anyone else as being the chosen one. Rather, that each of you has chosen to be one instrument through which the higher levels of awareness can process. I'm going to repeat that. And I remind you that none of you should view yourselves or anyone as being the chosen one. Rather, that each of you has chosen to be one instrument through which the higher levels of awareness can process it is true that the informational frequencies on this planet have reached the point of greatly expanding from what could have been viewed as the truth Uh, i'm sorry but i'm using my cell phone because there's no hard line here where i am so that was a call that came in uh okay It is true that the informational frequencies on the planet have reached the point of greatly expanding from what has been viewed as the truth up to this point in time. But as the planet increases its evolutionary speed and as the souls continue to process and either move forward with the planet or lay aside the body and incarnate elsewhere, these levels of information will become far, far, far more advanced and expanded than anything that you could have, could comprehend at this point in time. This is Janet. Remember that this information came out almost 30 years ago, but it is as important today as it was then because the expansion continues to happen moment to moment to moment. It is happening exponentially, as I've explained many times. Okay, Diaz. The fact that the evolutionary movement in its own right is in an advanced state of momentum at this time is a major element of, is a major reason. I'm sorry, this is a little funny here. Is a major reason that the information has not yet been made fully available in this reality. Not because it's being withheld, not because there is a judgment you're not ready for. It, Therefore, we will hold it until such time you are ready and worthy. It is not penetrated at this point in time, for the force fields of energy around the planet have not been fully cleansed and fully activated at the highest degree in order to allow that information to interpenetrate into the levels as they pertain to this particular planet. This is Janet. Again, Dias gives a similar message about the four fields of energy of this planet that Marias and Paul, I think, both gave to us. Not only do we need to clear them, because it makes it much more difficult for the processing of all of us, but it's also the dense nature of the astral is actually preventing the higher information from interpenetrating. Now, I'd forgotten that piece of information until I started... Re, till I reread this thing from Diaz and I'm like oh my gosh that's right and so this is yet another reason guys that it's extremely important for us to work on the force fields, the astral, whatever you want to call them and we'll be doing that again in the healing today because the higher information is there and it is being interpenetrated but it is not coming through at the highest levels because the force fields are not allowing it to, not purposely. Remember the force fields do not have a soul and a mind. The force fields are energetics like our own etheric bodies that we carry. So those force fields are so dense that the purity is just not, it's just not coming in, through, you know, coming in in the purity that is being given us. Now of course, it's thirty years later, I do want to just say, so things are coming in more clearly than they would have been perhaps thirty years ago. But the um, but it is important still, nonetheless, that we continue to work on clearing the four fields. Diaz, each of you stand as an individual informational station, connected to that within you, that is your guard, God, that is your guardian, connected to all that exists in all realities, perfect and yet not aware in your fourth dimensional vibration that that perfection is there. But each of you in this reality stand as a statement to the evolutionary mission in its totality, the higher lights that you are. This is not to imply that you are better than or above. Remember, you've been told by the higher selves that you've only been around longer and worked harder. Begin to process, to become ultimately that beacon of light to the humanities on the planet and that beacon of light to the humanities in the totality of the human kingdom universe for as you are connected to all that exists all that exists is connected to you and as your beacon of light grows brighter all that you are connected to grows brighter So Dias encourages, this is continuing the transcription. So Dias encourages us to view it who, like you, is involved in assisting in moving the energy of evolution rather rather than as a god or a guardian who is there to make sure you do it right whether you want to or not. And if we can keep that in mind, that Deus and others, and and others like it or like us Rather than thinking that we are go- gods and guardians, or they are gods and guardians, that they um, they are there. They are not there to make sure that somebody does it right, whether you want to or not. But if so, if we really, what we really need to do, to keep to, and it will go a long way toward opening us into these higher and higher levels of energy, allowing us then to become more quickly and more efficiently. Uh, to become this beacon of light. So in any case, uh, we, we need to move away from the concept of gods and guardians, however we play it out in our mind. And at this point, Joan says, in closing, it, Diaz says that I'm a good example of looking outward to the looking outward to being taken care of. And she goes on to explain that because on my way over tonight, I was thinking, well, if they really want me to do this thing, run this group, they're going to have to take charge here and make my throat better and let me get through it. And the indication here is that my, is that that is my external process. This is Joan talking, remember, looking outside for someone to take care of me when in reality This condition, she had a sore throat that night, in case she didn't figure that out. This condition was self-created by me in this reality. And therefore, it is up to me to take care of it and to get rid of it. I think I did well, though. You could hardly tell I had a problem. So that's the end of her time with Diaz. And don't we all do that? And I found myself saying things, for example, because I'm like everybody else. If I'm going to get this information out, higher self, you better get going and help me do it. You know, So I'm talking to the higher self like they're external to me. And then, luckily, because I've been doing this work for a long time, almost as quickly I'll think, oh, I'm my higher self, so it's me. I'm in the driver's seat. <laughs> but it's so easy, as you can see, for us to place responsibility outside of ourselves. Fortunately for me, this comes up less and less because I keep neutralizing this, these patterns of looking externally. I neutralize them a lot. And there's so many different arenas and directions it comes from, and they'll surprise you sometimes. But we carry, we've been inundated with these kind of beliefs in virtually every lifetime we played out as a facade human uh, throughout the human kingdom universe. So we have so much, of so many beliefs. It's just entrenched. It's part of the human condition, too, the true humans, but it's very much a part of who we are as society humans. So I'm sure you all understand how we all carry it and how important it is to continue to neutralize it. So I'm definitely going to be working on it in the healing for everyone. So this will be a big part of the healing today. The um I guess we'll just go on to the healing. I hope you guys understood that. It was a little bit awkward. I'm sorry. Some of the wording from Diaz is a little bit awkward and I probably you know, I probably read it too quickly and didn't quite clarify because I had to do and I did do some simple editing because some of the wording is is not clear, especially because it could be the transcription. But I don't have time to go back and listen to the whole tape and see if the transcription is accurate, as I've mentioned before. So I'm never quite sure, but I don't think I I was as careful with that checking as I should have been. Part of what this having this technical technical difficulty. <laughs> today and it took up a lot of time that I do pre-show to, to just check everything is smooth. So I do apologize for that. But in any case, we're going to be doing the healing. In case there's someone listening, there was a gentleman that was going to call in the show. And because I couldn't get online, uh, I don't think it works when I use my cell phone. Um, I, I can't see that there's a caller. And so it was just a problem with this with the site, and I, I I will get in touch with him if he's not listening to it now. I don't know because I started late whether anyone is actually listening to the live show. People probably think I'm not doing the show, but I will let him know, and I will post that it it, it was done, and I, hopefully I will get um, the early part that was just no, nothing because it started on time. <laughs> it started on time, don't you know? So... We'll just have to, um, you know, we'll have to edit it. Anyway, so, okay, let me go and start the healing, and I have to just kind of, let me get some water. Anyway, this is Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice, I'm not sure how the healing is going to go. I know I'm going to work on these external factors and all those misunderstandings that we have. (laughs) About the evolutionary process and and everything, and, and I'm going to introduce you to this really powerful new symbol that came up. And some of the background, just to tell you, is that when we graduate into the fifth dimensional, the higher self call that kingdom, so to speak, the inner I N N E R planetary kingdom, and. Just as we have, you know, the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, human kingdom, they call it the inner planetary kingdom. And the reason they call it the inner planetary kingdom is because it is within. And so the symbol is a symbol for connecting with ourselves at that inner planetary realm, that true soul essence, is there to help us connect inside and it it. It's very powerful. The symbol they gave us years ago when I first started with Joan to help connect ourselves with the fifth dimensional higher frequencies they used, and I think I've done it on the show a few times, uh, I don't remember when, was an escalator where we would get on an escalator and we would move up the escalator into higher and higher frequencies. And of course it was a symbol. But we would move up the escalator and then they would they would help us be conscious at both levels at a time. And I could never really do it. I got close to doing it a couple of times where we could be in both places at once because this is something that we're, we're supposed to be able to do, guys. And maybe one time I'll have a series on these kind of exercises to help everyone. I mean, I, as I said, and as you know, I have so much information I can bring out on these shows uh, or anywhere. But it, just, you know, it just takes time. But this symbol... It's different. There, There isn't a type of escalator involved, but it goes within instead of without. And the Higher South explained to me that 30 years ago, or whenever it was, that they brought that symbol in. It was because we were not yet ready to use the symbol that they currently. They brought me the other day in this session. I mean, it, it's just so fabulous because it shows we're all moving forward. We're all um, awakening, we're all moving into those higher frequencies, even though we may not be conscious of it, it, it's definitely happening, and they said it would not be, uh, they would not have introduced this symbol uh, in the exercise and the healing that I did for this uh, client and friend of mine, I um, would not have been able to bring that forward, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how you feel about it, so... And with that, I'm asking that we, all of you, we're already amalgamated, but I am going to redo it in a very simple way just to bring back the focus of attention to the, this now moment, moving us all into joining in one accord within the now moment. The higher selves are already present. They're bringing the now moment into play, surrounding the totalities, the past, present, and future now, uh, listeners. And and now the now movement, moment is expanding uh, to become the forever now moment. And we are being encased, the totality of the soul process that we all have is being encased uh, within the forever now moment. And at this point in time, they are going to introduce this new symbol. And if you picture yourself, and so it's a symbol for each individual, it's I can use a conglomerate symbol, uh, perhaps. I've never, this is my first time using it in a group, but I want each of you individually, as you listen to this healing, to picture this symbol within. And I want you to see, instead of the escalator moving up above your head or in front of you going up or however you might envision an escalator, I want you to see within a circle within of many escalators and they're not going up, they're not going out, they're going towards the center. Now, in a way, they seem to me, but each person would have their own viewpoint or own symbol. They are slightly slanted down, but in reality, they're more like walkways, you know, like those moving walkways in an airport. And I want you to focus on, and there's, there's many of them around this circle that you are, it's within you. This image is within you. And it doesn't matter where, what direction or where you are at any point in time, you can step on these walkways. And the walkway is moving you within to your true soul essence. So you're, you're standing symbolically at your and your facade human soul, and I want you to step on the walkway or the slightly slanted escalator moving toward the center, and I want you to see yourselves moving toward the center of this inner circle that we are imagining. And as we move toward the center, we're moving toward the true soul essence. This is who you are, Now, there are elements of six-dimensional aspects for all of us. We all have aspects that have evolved into that six-dimensional room, and so the center of the true soul essence is containing the totality of the conglomerate of who we are at those higher levels. And we are, as we move, and at first it's going to be maybe slow. You might just zoom right into that true soul essence, I don't know. But at first I want you to just sort of take it slowly. We, you know, it's as if you're on a treadmill, but you've got the slow speed. So the walkway is moving slowly toward your center. This is the center of who you truly are. Again, you're not better than or above. You've just been around a bit more, worked a bit harder, and right now we are all headed into that true soul essence. If you already have a symbol for your true soul essence, you can put that symbol right in center. For me, I do. You've heard me talk about that energy, that deep blue energy field with specks of silver and gold, flecks of silver and gold. Well, that's what I'm aiming to. I'm aiming to. And But you can have your own image, or you can just see light within, you can see whatever you imagine, the heart, your heart, this is who you are at your highest level. Now, within the true soul essence, and this is another aspect of this energy, this symbol, this um, image that is very interesting, at the center of the true soul essence is a brilliant light. That is our pure soul essence, guys. Because the pure soul essence we carry is not only within our, ourselves at the facade human form, it's within the true soul essence, part of ourselves. So the it is a concentric circles. The outside is the facade. You go down into your true soul essence, your fifth, sixth, dimensional, and you go deeper within, and we're all moving into that pure soul essence light. Now, for me, as you know, I use the symbol of the sun, and you can use a flame of a candle, a spark of light, or just imagine the brilliant white light that is there. And in this way, we have made the journey within. The symbol is within. It is within us. We are inner planetaries. There is no external source. The image of the external higher self was used by the, high, by the higher self when Joan led our group because that's what that was what we were ready for. That's what we that's what we could hear. That's what we could understand at that point. But now we're all ready to understand that the light is within. We are our own guardians. We are our own gods. And we are, we have just, we're not gods to anybody else. We have simply chosen to uh, present information, to be the light, to help, to assist, to allow without judgment all others to move through their own journey. So we want to become that beacon. And so all of us are standing right in the center and I'm seeing this. Beautiful image of everyone around the circle standing in the center of that beacon of light. And now I want all of us to please see, feel, sense the light moving into and around the totality of our physical body. And like Joan, if there's something wrong with your body, we don't want to wait for somebody else to fix it. We want to first let's send all the light, all this pure beautiful divine energy in through and around the totality of the physical body bringing it to the arena all the arenas in the body that need health healing energy balance harmony rejuvenation regeneration whatever it is i want you to see and i see people doing it i see the light is going in many many different places there may be one of your organs needs help or one of your systems. Uh, maybe just a, you know, you broke a leg. You know, maybe one little situation or condition at the physical body. But we can also bring energy to work on, we want to make sure the energy is also neutralizing anything in the energetic field. That doesn't match the healing that we wish to have. We want to neutralize illness patterns, accident patterns, disability patterns, pain patterns, hurt patterns, uh, death and dying patterns, illness and aging patterns. We want to neutralize all of the uh, energetics behind whatever system uh, we're trying to heal in the body, whatever issue we're trying to heal or pattern we're trying to heal. So I'm just going to give you a few moments to pulse that light, knowing that we are the divine energy. Knowing that we are one with all, and all is one with us. And as we heal ourselves, we are and increasing our own light, increasing our own frequency, our own beaconness, so to speak. We are also helping all others to. Increase there. So just by doing this, we are facilitating the evolutionary process, the never-ending evolutionary process that we are in and will always be in. It's a timeless process, forever, infinite. Okay, now I want us just to continue to pulse this light. we pulse it, we want to pulse it into uh, providing it with what we're going to call an all higher selves, not only our own, knowing that the higher selves are part of our fifth dimensional true soul essence. So by connecting with that true soul essence, we have connected with the totality of our conglomerate higher selves. So we we are but we're gonna bring it into consciousness, we're gonna call in and become one with the totality of our higher selves, and we're gonna call in other higher selves from any realm and direction to come and join the healing today. And that includes and we also will call on others like Dias, other six dimensionals that are here to uh, facilitate and help the fifth dimensionals that are here in facade form. Um So we are so we are calling in and a tremendous amount of energy came in and Diaz was kind of I mean, I'm hearing it as chiding, but it really isn't. He was kind of chiding me, the how could I forget that? <laughs> yeah. But he's he has been here the whole time, but he, he said I needed to bring it into consciousness and he and others like him are here and it's this tremendous amount of help that's here. But and he's also reminding me to run you before we move into the force fields of energy. He is reminding me to have each of us send the energy, this true soul essence energy, the pure soul essence energy that we are standing within, to create a force field around our auric field. And I'm seeing it. It it is kind of zipped into place all around. It was just so fast. Every individual. He talked about it just in passing, but it's such an important point. Uh, He wants me to to tell you all to to stand in the center, to be one with your own light, and then create a force field of energy around that auric field. And we've all done it. I see one person hasn't done it. And it's probably an indicator that there are a few, not just one, because obviously I can't see the totality of all the people on the in here, but there there is an element of people that are not able to do it, or ha- are afraid to do it, or uh, don't understand, or whatever. And the higher selves are indicating that they will be facilitating and helping with those individuals. But not to worry that that again, as Diaz pointed out, if someone is unable to move forward with the energy, that's okay. They will, in some way, move aside the body uh, as they. Created it or decided on uh, the way that they're going to do it, and they will move to a system where they can move any energy. So, meanwhile, you know, while they're here, there is going to be a lot of help. But in any case, we, the rest of us have created this fourth field of energy up around our auric field. And remember that it keeps uh, negative energies out. Okay, okay. This is indicating to me that it is important that we. Do this for every healing when we're working with the astral energies. He, he wants us to become um, move into the habit of when we do the amalgamation of creating this force field, so that we are always protected. Now, uh, being amalgamated with the the divine energy certainly does help, but this adds. I mean, it certainly protects us, but this adds another layer because as the negative comes in and hits force field, remember, it's neutralized. The negative energies are neutralized and empower the force field, empower our own light. So we get sort of an additional help here. So the amalgamation certainly does protect us, but this is an additional amount of protection and uh, helps us add to our own beaconhood so to speak. I'm making up these words. I'm sorry. But in any case, so I want everyone to put that source field of energy around. And they do also indicate to me that it... Okay. There are going to be people who don't know what I'm talking about because they haven't heard the earlier shows. But it does keep the testers and tempters from penetrating and and testing us, because remember it's, it's the sodium, and we're also uh, not immune to testing and tempting. So those, those fifth dimensionals uh, that play out the role of testers and tempters, who play out the role of the Lucifer element, remember not, it's an unfortunate term, but uh, it just simply means testers and tempters. They are unable to in any way disturb us during the session, during the healing, or whenever we're amalgamated in this way. But they are, which is really interesting, they're there partaking of the light. Remember, they're shielded from their own pure soul essence. They're unaware that they carry their own light. So in order to get nurturing, they, they come and they, they utilize and take, uh, borrow. Uh, when I say take, people might think they're stealing in some way or they're hurting us in some way. They aren't. But they take the divine light from other sources. Because they need to nurture themselves with their light, so they, you know, we all um, we we create these way stations, so to speak, where they can come plug in and get the light, just like with a, you know, an electric car needs to plug in to get the energy. So when we create the force field, it allows the, just just it is really choking me up because I'm so thrilled. It allows them to call in, or allows the instead of protecting us from the testers and tempters, they are allowing them in because we can't be hurt. We can't be, uh, they can't do anything or test and tempt us while we're doing the session. And yet they we, we create the way station for them to, um, in consciousness, to, we create this way station for them to take the light. And it's really important because they too have been affected by the evolutionary process and I just want to see if they want to give me, and they're indicating no to continue with the healing, but they will give me the information down the line as to um, how how the evolutionary thrust is affecting them, how the awakening is affecting them, and I'm getting hints of it. Which is interesting, but I'm going to move on because okay. So now we have created this force field of energy around all of us, and in fact, the higher selves uh, have shown me they're they're utilizing a larger force field that's surrounding the totality of who we are. So we can do it as individuals, and we can create it as a group. So. This is important to understand. We're not limited. We can do it in many different ways depending on the situation that we're in. Right now we're in a group setting, so we have a force field around us. Um, Joan used this force field a lot when she worked with a Jane & Company group, and uh, it will be in my next book when I get a chance to write it. Um, So they're just reminding me that it's uh, exactly the same kind of force field of energy. So the dark lights, which is what... um, the testers and tempters are called they are fifth dimensional they're equally evolved they've also volunteered just giving you the thumbnail because i'm so worried about people listening to the show misunderstanding the terms and not getting what i'm saying but these testers and tempters these dark lights are extremely important just as Diaz was saying that those Shepherds who were leading the sheep deeper into a state of darkness were so important. They usually did it out of good intentions, but they're so important because it gives the souls a chance to choose. Are they going to follow this way or are they going to say, "Mm, you know what, Uh, I'm my own shepherd. So it gives them a chance. It's a way of testing and tempting and it's different than the the dark lights, but it's it's very important part of the process for evolution. Okay, so right now we have the force field of energy around. And it is... Oh, okay. So what they're doing is they want us to... I don't know. What's going on? Something is... Anyway, okay. So what they want us to do is to expand the light okay okay they want us to work with the force field that they have put into place so you can envision us being in some area some arena some uh, location it doesn't matter but we're all together and we have this gigantic force field of energy around us that's been created by the light it's around the auric oh Okay. Well, okay. The higher selves are indicating we can put it around the entire planet, and they're also indicating that I need that. Let's work with the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. Yes. So we are all going to uh, become one with the pure soul essence of the planet Earth and work with that energy field as well. We are partners with the planet Earth, and this concept and idea is very clearly out there that we are. Uh, We have to respect and care for the planet Earth, and the planet Earth can care and respect us. It's a two-way street. It is a soul, so we need to work with the soul. We are on this planet, and we are one with the planet, so we are working with the pure soul essence of the planet, and that changed the energy field when I brought that in. Wow, there's just a sense of nurturing here, a sense of uh, foundation I don't know. It just changed the energy. It's very, very positive for me, and I'm I'm glad that they reminded me. So the so we're standing here in the center of our own true soul essence and pure soul essence. We have expanded the light uh, that we've created the force field around our own aura field. We're also working with our own light to empower and create create and empower and enhance the force field around the bigger force field around all of us and around the planet. And I want us just to pulse the light into that force field, okay? And now we want this light to move past the force field, so to speak, and move in through and around the the astral, in through and around the force fields of the energy around the planet, just absolutely um, moving in to neutralize the the astral as we move into the specific healing portion of this, this healing session today. The okay the first thing they want us to work on is the idea of gods and guardians and external saviors. This is so important. It is a big message from Marius. It's a big message from Sadakus or or Jesus and Paul. It's a big message from Deus it's a big message for me uh, giving you the higher self information over the the year and even prior to that in healings and everything else is the external focus is just this whole, all these beliefs and we want to pulse this light and it's so big. There's so many of us involved here. There's so, uh, so much light here. We have help from the six dimensionals as well there is, and all the many higher selves, that the light is penetrating around the planet, the forest fields around the planet, and the astral, and we're neutralizing the, the external focus, the idolization pattern, the looking outward to be saved, to be fixed, to be helped, to be whatever. Um, and the, the misunderstandings about that, the false beliefs, the limited truth... The, the difficulties that we have with coming to terms with our own abilities, our own truth, our own light, our own uh, unlimited nature, being our own quote-unquote God, but it's very real, and we all have difficulties with that concept in some way shape or form so i want this light to not only penetrate around all other thoughts and habits and situations and conditions in the astral and the force field that reflect this that carry that idea but also within our own individual energetic garbage our etheric bodies we want as much of this light as we can to just penetrate and neutralize those ideas even if we don't have them in conscious mind, we carry them from so many eons of lives, waiting for somebody else to fix it. Or the other part of it is blaming somebody else for our problems. So, And I've talked about that a lot. So we need to work on both sides of the coin. The higher self, they're activating the higher heart consciousness energy, the divine clarity and expanded perception energy, the divine forgiveness. Uh, divine understanding. And and they are continuing to I see this light just pulsing. I mean you guys are doing a great job on yourselves and on and providing the light for for the entire planet and all the souls on the planet. And I don't know exactly how it helps the lower kingdoms of mineral plant and animal or the planet itself, but the higher selves are assuring me that the more we clear the force fields of energy around the planet, the astral, the more the higher energies can inter- can penetrate, can have a better effect, can reach us, make it easier for us to move forward and to pull in the information to move through the awakening more easily and effortlessly with less trauma and drama and and problems. Whew. Okay. Okay, so... I'm just watching it. It's really pulsing. There's a lot of help. There's a lot of fifth dimensionals uh, in facade form that are out of body, that are directing this light in through and around the totality of our own astral, really working hard on this idolatry, on the um, waiting for somebody else to save us. And they, they're also indicating, and I don't know how many of you that are listening, listen to my, ones, my shows on the astral or read my books, Uh, My second book, I have um, a big section on the astral, but there are actually souls or partial souls that are trapped in the astral, and this light that we're sending, that's a long story, and you guys need to hear the stuff on the astral to understand what I'm saying, but in essence, this light that we're sending is facilitating those souls moving out of the quote-unquote trap they've gotten themselves into and moving up the, into the human kingdom heavens because they have been unable to fully move into the human kingdom heavens because they've been partially trapped in the, in the astral. And it's a very powerful thing. And I'm feeling tremendous joy and bliss from these souls who some of them have spent eons of time in this, in this trap place. And it's not just from our own astral; it is from other astrals around the universe. So the, the higher south are indicating that this this process is ongoing, and it is being facilitated with the use of our light. It's being facilitated by those astral workers. So it is absolutely a powerful thing that we're doing. In addition to everything else we've already talked about. Okay, so I want to just take a look at this process right now a little bit more. Part of what's interpenetrating now is what I'm seeing is there's a tremendous amount of expansion around the concept of we are our own directing identities, that we are our own pilots, that we are our own guardians and gods, and that we are able to do it ourselves. And this is penetrating even more and can facilitate all of us moving into that idea in a more solid way to connect with it, to allow us to open up, to open to... Our own true essence, the higher self aspects that we carry. It's just very, very important that we. we we're, I'm sorry about the dog barking, by the way. Beautiful, wonderful dog, but Very and very scared, and very. She's just so loving, very protective of um, my daughter. And she barks, 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 but then she'll shiver when somebody <laughs> actually comes in, but there must be somebody at the door or walking by, and my daughter must be. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I'll just continue to talk over it. <laughs> um, she's a sweetheart of a dog, really, sweetheart. And, anyway, um, there is more light, more information is able to interpenetrate, and, and this is really facilitating and sort of, pumping in higher energy, the higher concepts to enable many, many, many people around the globe to both tune in individually to themselves and those who have chosen to be ones to bring the word out to others uh, as as a piece uh, of a puzzle similar to what I do. Those people are also being helped. There's, you know, a lot of awakening. I see the brow chakras and the... uh, Crown chakras being um, cleansed and cleaned, uh, allowing the you know the chakras are um, being cleansed, being opened and becoming more efficient so that that they can call in the higher energies. The Marius came in and he said he wants to be part of it too and he uh, wants to remind me, again, even though I said it, to emphasize the need for the higher heart consciousness energy. It is a very, very important piece of what we're here to do. We need to bring the planet uh, into that state of um, divinely loving the self, I mean all the souls on the planet divinely loving the self, and loving each other, understanding the self, and understanding each other, respecting the self, and respecting each other. It doesn't mean we all are the same, and we all have to believe the same, but that we all accept that we all are able to reach across the aisle, that we are all able to love one another and accept one another and not see each other as enemies, as being, you know, on the other side of a fence, where, you know, we have to build the fence higher and higher and thicker and thicker and stronger and stronger in order to co create coexist. He the higher heart consciousness energy is energy that will help bring down the fences to dissolve them and allow us to live within our own beingness and accepting that somebody else living within their own beingness so the higher heart consciousness energy is extremely important and he is one joining with with uh, so many others that are here and, and sadakis is also here he is uh also facilitating bringing this energy not only to each and every individual but to uh not only to you know it's, it's our we're activating our own energy but also to bring it to the force field of energy and the other souls around the planet and there is no soul too small too hidden too unimportant too unworthy too anything to, to not be supplied and, and you know provided this energy and each and every soul was determined by its in its own way, how to, how much to take in and what to take in, and, you know, if it takes in anything, but whatever it does take in, it's never lost, it will be there, and the soul will utilize it and move forward with it as it's ready, as it, it, uh, you know, in its own journey, it is ready to, 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 to utilize and to manifest, so we're doing a great thing to help, and we're helping ourselves as well, so it is a... Beautiful process. Okay. Um, I'm just watching the energies, and it's just very intense and very beautiful. The higher self would indicate at this point in time that each and every one of you can can work to use your own light to dissolve and neutralize any pattern that you may be carrying that hasn't been mentioned today. They are going to be providing more and more opportunities for people to do, to focus on themselves, to utilize their own godness, guarding shiftness energy to uh, their own pure soul essence to heal and balance and awaken and, and expand and uh, express more and more of who you truly are to access. So at this point in time, I'm going to ask each and every one of you to really address a situation in your life. It can be financial. It can be um, it can be relationship-oriented. It can be career-oriented. It can be parenting-oriented. It can be family-oriented. It can be whatever is really important to you. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to ask that we all uh, simultaneously work on neutralizing fear, fear of the destiny, fear of commitment, fear of the unknown, fear we can't do it, all the doubts, the self-doubts, all the worries and anxieties that come along, all the, the repression of expression, the repression of who we truly are, whether it's a vocal repression or an action repression, whether we and however we might dim our lights. I'm asking that we all let that go into the light, that along with what each and every individual might need to be processing for themselves, we can do multiple things at the same time. This is what we have access to. And I do feel hurt and pain and suffering coming up. This is another thing that we need to let go of because it's these hurts and pains that actually create are part of the foundation of our fears, uh, our worries, our self-doubts, our repression, you know. So we want all of those hurts and pains, uh, agony, despair, all the beliefs we have about the mistakes we've made that we've zigged instead of zagged we every wherever we are we are there because that's we where we need to be there aren't failures there aren't mistakes we are here and whatever though have happened whatever situations or conditions or experiences we've gone through have brought us to where we are have motivated us to seek and search have uh, manifested for us uh, the things we need to uh, see and become aware of and look at and learn about or learn from whatever the situation is so there isn't any failure here but we all come with all those failure patterns and i want all of that to be released too the believes that we failed failed ourselves and failed others And these kind of things hold us back, keep us from stepping forward, keep us from the movement forward, keep us from unfolding. So we want all of that and more, known and unknown, direct and indirect, to just move out into the light. And at the same time, all that I've called up and all that each individual has called up for themselves is going to be also neutralized within the astral. We are doing double duty here in the astral, in the energetic field. And so there is this tremendous cleansing of the energetic field now. It's really terrific. It's just a huge amount being done. We have a tremendous amount of help. Keeping in mind, we have to continue the momentum with it because the billions of people on the planet and within the human kingdom universe reinforce the astral moment to moment to moment with new thoughts. And that's But the more we keep the astral clean, the more the energies can penetrate and the less effect it has on each soul, the less sort of uh, dampening effect it has on all of us and our movement forward. And so the thoughts of of all of us actually become less and less negative. We start to shape the balance because the astral is being cleansed and and cleaned. So we... Even though the thoughts are, be, are there moment to moment, the thoughts are shifting, they're changing, they're becoming more enlightened. And so the negative astral will not be uh, reinforced uh, as much. So we are moving forward at just an indicator that we do need to continue the m- momentum. So every week we will be doing double duty no matter what I'm working on, no matter what the issue or situation is, uh, we will be doing double duty Simultaneously, working on ourselves, working on other uh, souls, including the planet Earth, and also the astral. With that, the indicator is that the the healing has been very uh, substantial and significant, and it is now winding down. It will continue to process for all souls that are that are willing and ready to continue. Remember the decision is made at the soul level, not the mind level. That is why we can work on souls, whether they're present or not, or they're aware or not, because it is at the soul level that gives permission and they don't even they don't need to know at the mind level. Often the mind agree the mind level will agree with the soul, but often it doesn't. So but it's the soul level permission that is important in the free will kingdom. So anyway, with that, uh, I'm just, I can still feel it. I can still process it. I mean, I'm still processing. It's still ongoing. It's still happening. We're all still releasing. I don't know all, but many are still releasing. The energies are still very powerfully active. And But the it's time for me to change, shift gears just to say to everyone that I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties, and I will get this show posted as soon as I can. The beginning part that's blank, hopefully uh, my son is now working as my assistant, will be able to delete that early part so that when you listen to the archive show, it should come up right away, keeping the fingers crossed. If any of you have any interest in giving me feedback, I would love it, you know, it's janet at janetrichmond.com or info at janetrichmond.com. I think those two are working emails uh, and, you know, please give me feedback, questions, comments, anything you'd like. There's no pressure, but if you want to be, get your point of view over, you know, please do Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, it's all important to me. And also next week, uh, there is enough, another six-dimensional that have, came forth. Uh, its name is Jaridus. and he has another message for you all. And he explains a little bit about how the evolutionary dimensions work, how it's expanded uh, over time. It's pretty fascinating, and I think you guys will... Um, will be fascinated, and and it's good. It's a it's a good. Um, I don't remember everything that that it says because um, I worked on all of these shows all at once, so I'm sort of mixing them all in my mind, and I don't want to misspeak. In any case, uh, it is fascinating. So that'll be next week, and hopefully there won't be any problems. I'm just curious because when I tried to get on, it kept saying the system is busy and tried three different computers, two here, and then I called my son in L.A. His system said the same thing, so it was a website problem. But I'm wondering if there's some big show that comes on before mine and has millions of listeners, you know, (laughs) and takes up all the space on their website. So I'm just hoping that I don't continue to have this problem. Um, you know new people sign up on blog talk all the time so this can be a new problem a new issue or maybe it it has nothing to do with that maybe they just are having website problems in general and it just happened coincidentally to to come up right around my show in any case next time i will have the phone ready to go and if i can't get on i'll start the phone right off and as always i love you all I appreciate I do think 2017 is just I don't know yet what it's going to be and maybe this healing had to happen today for me to get the higher information on which direction to go (laughs) I don't know but it's going to unfold how it is just know that I am going to be doing the show and I'm excited about it and uh, I appreciate everyone so much being a part of my journey and You know, you give back in a million ways simply by the new information that comes in when I do the show. So much new information comes in almost every week or just some extension of information I've had or expansion on it or something. It's just great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love you guys. So thank you for being part of my, my journey as well. It's your essential piece of this puzzle for me. And with that, I don't have, I can't I'm not on the computer so I can't start I can't start the out go that says the show is over all I can do is hang up so, um, anyway until next week love you all bye bye